It's time for the Good Morning Show with Terry and Melissa. Grab your coffee, your Bible, a pen, and your journal. It's time to be encouraged. And now here are your hosts, Terry and Melissa. Good morning. Good morning. Saturday morning, setup time. Welcome to the Good Morning Show with Terry and Melissa. Today is Saturday, episode number 142. So we're here to encourage you as you move through your weekend. And we have some news you can use featuring baseball. Just for you. And Melissa also has the word for your day today. And as always, we're taking your prayer requests. And they're never an interruption. They're very much a big part of our show. We absolutely want to stop what we're doing and pray for you and pray with you. It's how we bring you encouragement through Jesus Christ. We also want to share encouragement through the word. And we just want to give you a general shout out. Hello. Welcome. We love you. But we cannot do that unless we know that you're here. And we do not know that you're here unless you type in your chat box. So let us know no matter what social media venue you're using. Let us know where you're tuning in from this morning. And the question we love to ask, what is in your cup? that's right we care about what you're drinking this morning i care about what i'm drinking this morning i care about what you're drinking this morning i just generally love coffee coffee talk coffee spells it all sounds good to me. Well, you know, and it's a good time to be able to get together and just, uh, I don't know, over a, a cup of coffee or maybe a zero Dr. Pepper or maybe just water in your cup. But uh, we're glad to have this time to share with you today. Buddy, you sound a little rough this morning. I'm, I'm, no, I'm, I'm we're claiming rebuking, it. <laughs> okay. We're rebuking in Jesus. We've had, uh, that's right. We've had a, a whole family full of ickiness um, here in the house, but we're not, we're not claiming that. We're that's rebuking right. that in Jesus' name. I feel pretty good. Um, just a few signs that I was puny this week, um, but I know that your throat's hurting a little bit this Man. morning. It's, it is what it is, but, but we're going to make this it better. This too shall pass. We're going to make it better by coffee and Jesus. Actually, it gives me that really deep voice. Oh, okay. you know, If I wanted to do that, yeah. <laughs> today'd be a good day to do those voiceovers. <laughs> yeah. Hey, I want to jump over to the chat box and say good morning to Warren. Warren in Kingsville, Missouri. We morning, bless buddy. you, brother. It's always so good to see you on. We love you, Warren. <laughs> Pastor Doug Goforth in Versailles, a.k.a. Lexington, Kentucky. We love you so much. And we're starting off our morning right by being with Doug Goforth. Uh, there you go. I was going to say something about going forth, but I just thought I'd let uh-huh. it go. Good morning, <laughs> He's never Jeff. Heard those before. Jeff Schwartz, a trooper just down the street here in Shelbyville, Kentucky. He's drinking Bigby Electric Blast in his cup. What that sounds is that? like that sounds like a powerhouse. That is what is that? And right there with him is MK. She's having a frozen decaf hazelnut mocha latte with light whipped cream from Bigby. We there love Bigby Shelbyville. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Big shout out to Bigby. Warren says he had a nasty cold the last couple of days, and you could pray for me if you like. He missed work yesterday and can't remember the last time he missed work for being sick. Well, bless your heart. Lord, I just pray right now that all this nastiness, this these cold viruses, the bacterias and all the stuff, Lord, that come against us, they're really just afflictions from hell. They really are. They're just demonic oppression. And Lord, we just will not receive these afflictions, these illnesses. We're going to be more than overcomers in our body today because you did a work that heals us. And so, Lord, we're claiming whole healing in the name of Jesus for Warren, for Terry, for myself, for Jedman, for Brett, for Taylor Beth. Thank you, Lord, for overcoming hell, 
death, the grave, the enemy, illness, pain, affliction. We pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Good morning, Master Pastor Yoda from PRP. Heather and he are having Seattle's Best Vanilla with Vanilla Creamer, and I'm having dried fruit spice bread toasted, a.k.a. cinnamon raisin bread. That sounds delicious. Wow. That sounds like a good morning over at the Hill House. That's a good combination. Janice from Spring, Texas. Sweet sister, what's in your cup this morning? I'm dying to know what you're drinking. Morning, Janice. Janice is an eclectic drinker of things. Yeah. She tries things. She's so brave. She's so bold. Yeah. Jeff says Electric Blast is one of the energy drinks. Okay. Mm, That's great. That's so good. That's good. They have a good selection of things over there. Yeah. And I think they're adding more, it sounds like. Well, you are welcome and welcomed and good morning from the good morning show with terry and melissa that's what you've joined this morning it's saturday morning we're setting you up for success for your weekend today and to finish the week correctly right wonderfully like lay lay this week down with a good heart so here's what we're drinking this morning you know what we're drinking yes okay so we're drinking um we're about down to the end of this thing again yeah, it's empty. Yeah, we're about down to the end of this thing. This is the Rogue Valley Roasting Company Medium Guatemala from Ashland, Oregon. That was a gift to us from the Schwartz and Troopers. And I'm sad to say you guys have to go back to Oregon because we're almost out of coffee. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't say Guatemalan right. Guatemalan. <laughs> is that good? Yeah, yeah you got to sound like hey, you're clearing your throat. Hey, uh, Randy Brokima, good morning. We pray for your weekend. We bless you in Jesus' name. We pray the Lord would just fill you with the fresh and filling of the Holy Spirit and fire with a fresh baptism. Amen. We bless you this morning. I think if I'm not mistaken, Randy's from Ontario. That's from Ontario? amazing. Welcome. Let us know. I think I think that's what I saw. We, but, uh, we yeah. saw, I believe it's a her. Am I correct? Is Randy, 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 are you a him or a her? I can't, I can't recall if I know the answer to that, but welcome. And Pastor Scott Jones, he's got Duncan in his cup. Yes, I do know you, buddy. I know that you are not as near as you once were. But always nearer to us in our hearts. Locationally, physically. Geographically. Yeah, I love you. We're praying for you, all the Jones, as as you transition. And we're good. We're good. We're glad to see you this morning. Bless you, brother. Scott, I've got a question for you that uh, I was pondering the other day. I was talking to Ben Hill, and we were talking about how we got Donato's Pizza at Red Robin in Columbus, Ohio, the other day for our, our lunch. And I was wondering, as you guys are migrating north again to Ohio from Kentucky, did you do a Donato search before you decided where you were going to pastor a church? I mean, was that even a consideration or, well, or what? <laughs> I mean, you know, Sunday nights at the Jones house is traditionally pizza If you guys don't know night. the Joneses, Scott and Tiffany, and of course, Cecil and Bev are the same. If you know the Jones family, then you know that Sunday night's pizza night. Yeah. And so they've got to be near to a good pizza place. That's for sure. Well, I guess, yeah, there will have to be, if you don't have a Donato's, there might be a substitute you can find. It'll be a good one. Those little hole-in-the-wall places are always the best, you know. Hometown places. Yeah. Janice is drinking water this morning. Janice, you're so healthy. And Randy says, after his breakfast, he's going to make Milo hot drink. I'm not quite sure what that is. We'll need to look that up. Right? Yeah, Do you Milo, know what that is? Milo, Milo, Milo. I don't, I don't know. know. And Randy is in Ontario and he is a him. Mm-hmm. Thank you very much. Yeah. Bless and you, Ben buddy. says it's getting dark here. Storms are on the way. Fra- yeah. Praying for the car show next door. Also praying for Lahina Maui. Is that how you say Maui. it? Maui. Maui. Mm-hmm. Lahina Maui. In Hawaii. Um, mm-hmm. It does look like a war zone. It, it's it, There's so many, like the death tolls are rising and it's been insane what has happened on that little island. So Lord, right now, 
We just ask you, Father, I know so many have been praying and I believe that your spirit is there comforting and bringing peace in the midst of chaos. But Lord, we're just agreeing with those prayers right now. I thank you so much, Father, that your spirit and our prayers can go where our feet cannot all the way across the miles of ocean to bring peace and comfort in your Holy Spirit presence in that place right now, we pray in Jesus' name. It is getting dark here as I've walked through the house this morning. I'm like, what is happening? I think it started showering a little bit. Yeah, it's really, really, really cloudy and overcast and it feels like we're doing a Thursday night live evening show. That's how dark it is. Yeah. Did did, uh, Ryan Hall go live with anything new today? No, I haven't. I haven't been looking. Um, They've been they've been going live all week in prediction of today Mm. in prediction of what's been going. It's just been moving across the country. Yeah. And Scott said they did not do a search for Donato's. Oh, okay. Well, and Judy Sally's on the way to the beach. Hello. That is anything but dark and dreary. That sounds like sunshiny fun. Yeah. Pastor Judy, we bless you. I hope you have a wonderful, restful vacation at the beach. And I hope you get sand between your toes, sister. (laughs) What a great thing. I love that. Um, So as we are turning our uh, uh, focus and our attention to the day, what do you have on schedule for us today? Well, you'd mentioned in the the intro about having some news you can use that is featuring baseball. I know how much you love baseball. So when I saw that one, I thought that one is a sure thing for today. We have to use that one today. And uh, let's see. Also, we'll be talking a little bit about um, another uh, the national day of the day of, of, of what it is for today, August 12th. And uh, it's it's a pretty cool one. It's one that I really enjoy. Um, and so, um, you, know, you know, we I thought we dropped that national day calendar, but here you are sneaking it back in. It's I, I've never I've never claimed to sneak anything. I just bring it <laughs> and I say here it is. And like you know, if you think of it, episode one forty one. In case you missed that, was on uh, this last uh, what day was it? We did that one. Let's see. Today's Saturday. Thursday, Thursday. morning. <clears throat> That's right. We it was Thursday, Thursday morning. morning. And uh, so we surprised everybody and got on in the morning time. And uh, so that one was called Strange Things Green and Sticky. And so if you're wondering what the strange things green and sticky were, it wasn't just one strange thing that was green and sticky. It was a multiple things. Uh, strange things, green things. Sticky, and sticky. things. <laughs> and the sticky national day of the, of the day that week on that show was... S'mores. S'mores. Thursday was Sticky S'mores. Yeah. Yeah, we also had wine and southern butter pecan in our cups. Uh, the Jesus Revolution movie was uh, is in the top five at Netflix, and that made our uh, news you can use, things you can talk about with people that are everyday items that uh, maybe they can relate to. And the word for your day came from Proverbs chapter 10. And uh, Oh, the strange thing. <clears throat> How to avoid being asked to bring anything to a potluck ever again. Well, I want to say that was not only strange, but some of it was green. It was some of it was and green. And gross. Intentionally. And, and it might have been sticky, too. I don't don't know. Yeah. I can only imagine, right? Yeah. And today's the actual day of the anniversary of the original publishing of the Grain Eggs and Ham book by Dr. That, Seuss. Well, that was fun. So we featured that on Thursday as well. But that was uh, today in 1960, uh, the Dr. Seuss book, Green Eggs and Ham. So maybe you could celebrate today with uh, some, some green eggs or, or maybe not. Maybe not. Yeah. It was food coloring, so it's really, uh, it's not that <laughs> You think so, Dr. Seuss? Did he determine that that's what it was? Well, the, the, the plate that I showed uh, was actually a, a plate oh, that someone yeah. made with that ham. That looked like avocado mashed up. Yeah, it did. It did. So, episode 141, you can find that on our website, thegoodmorningshow.tv. Just click on the blog link on our menu up above, and you'll be able to find all the previous shows. And in each show, you'll find links to various things, like if you want to purchase some coffee online that we've talked about, or various other things, uh, you'll find that. And some extra pictures, too, you know. 
So Randy says um, on today's agenda, do we have a joke of the day and devotion? So I will share a word. That's right. And um, I don't know if we'll have time for a joke of the day or if we'll end with a getting to know you. We're not ever sure how that's going to roll, but you definitely want to stay tuned in to see where we go from here. The cool thing about the Good Morning Show is we typically let you lead. Like we have a loose idea, maybe an outline of where we think we're going. And typically where you guys lead in conversation is where we go. We go. We follow we see what kind of prayer requests we have floating around out there and really everywhere that anyone just needs encouragement we'll follow yeah. that thread that's what keeps it so, fun yeah yeah yeah, sure. yeah. I mean, so i'm sorry we'll have a little bit of an outline like you said mm-hmm. uh, but uh there's certain things that just pop up you know yeah for we'll sure. we'll start talking about who knows what you know yeah here's something to talk about that is strange and not sticky and not green but stinky. No. Um, so we harvested in the garden yesterday. Oh, yeah. um, my um, calendar said it was time to start checking my potatoes, which we've checked on and off. I checked them last week and they weren't quite ready. And so I went yesterday <clears throat> to harvest. Now, if you know, we're new to gardening um, at, on the scale that we're gardening. We have a large plot. Um, we took a virgin soil and virgin ground and we tilled it up and we're literally doing all the things for the first time so we understand that there's a huge learning curve right this is a huge experiment Mm -hmm. and um we we found out that our ground it has a lot of large rock about this big rocks in it yeah and the other thing that we found out is that it is very 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 clay heavy sticky I guess it is sticky. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. (laughs) And so when I went to um, harvest potatoes, the potatoes that formed near the surface, more shallow, were fine. Anything below that was rotted because it was so absolutely soaking wet because this soil holds so much water because it's so clay heavy. And so I don't know if you all have smelled rotten potatoes when you dig them up, um, but they're not a pleasant smell. And we got a handful of potatoes. I guess I have a little picture, but it's not necessary to show. What I will say is we had enough for a really nice meal last night. We did. You put it to good use. And that's it. And so out of the 13 potato plants that I planted, you're supposed to get six to seven full whole potatoes per plant and then little new potatoes. Um, We did not get that. We did not bear that at all. But we learned something in the process. We learned that when we do potatoes next year, we will probably do them in a raised bed of soil that we get from not our yard because it is so very heavy in clay so um have any of you gardeners um done potatoes before and had that happen well let me know if you have any tips or tricks our stuff that's growing on the ground that's not root vegetables are doing wonderful our peppers are fabulous cabbage is coming in tomatoes like everything is really good but if it's a root vegetable it did not do well in our soul hey good morning carolyn teal Good morning. She said, good morning. Try cantaloupe from Casey. I love cantaloupe. Yeah. Yeah. We had some the other night. Yeah. But mine didn't come from Kansas City. Mine came from. Carolyn's from Casey. Right. 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 So I'm sure that's good. And maybe I think she's suggesting we should try planting cantaloupe. 
you know, my dad had a lot of those kind of vine plants. He had mm-hmm. squash. He had mm-hmm. watermelon for a little while. Cantaloupe. He grew lots of cantaloupe because he yeah. really loved cantaloupe. I do too. And uh, uh, those things, they will, as we saw at the RV park, remember the pumpkins? The pumpkins that were growing out in the, yeah, uh, the yeah, brush yeah. pile out. They the, grow really easy. <clears throat> yeah. So they'll, they'll, they'll reproduce. And those are uh, annuals too, right? Well, they are, but here's the funny thing about pumpkins. Like my cousin, one year they they carved pumpkins in their driveway mm. and they mm-hmm. carved white pumpkins and they carved orange pumpkins. And when they were done, they just used the hose to clean off all the ah, pumpkin guts. Yeah. And uh, several of the seeds went along the, gr- the driveway into the soil. And the next fall, the next year, they had pumpkins that were white and pumpkins that were orange that grew up simply because of the seeds wow. from where they had cleaned um, and carved pumpkins a year before. That's, that's almost how, biblical. That's how perennial and easily... Is that um, a perennial? Yes, perennial. Okay. Uh, the annual is the ones you have to plant yes. every year? Yes, they are. I thought are. those were the ones that come up automatically. Annuals, so I got it you have to plant annually. Okay. Perennials come up by themselves. Oh, there you go. And pumpkins are a perennial. And they're a great, easy-growing thing. And I love them. I think it's super satisfying to see something like that grow. Yeah, yeah So Janice is. is now drinking Alamo Hawaiian it's Shaved... Al- Alani. She, she typed oh, it below. Alani Hawaiian yeah, Shaved Alani Ice. Hawaiian Shaved Ice. That sounds good. Yeah. It sounds kind of like maybe it goes along with Jeff's energy drink, the blast. There you go. Yeah. Could you imagine getting a, a shaved ice with the energy drink in it? Yeah. You know? Hey, good morning. Double your fun. You're tuned into the Good Morning Show with Terry and Melissa. It's Saturday morning. What is on your agenda today? Okay, guys, I want to hear what you're up to today. It's Saturday. Are you going to the farmer's market? We are going to go. Our farmer's market is starting later today and going till three because it's a back to school bash. And so we will go over to our farmer's market. In maybe if it's raining, we'll probably go if it's raining anyways. No, we just don't. They're in a covered area, I think. Yeah. So. And so we're going to do that. But what do you guys have on tap? Do you guys have a special thing going on today? Um, do you have special services tomorrow? Anytime we gather together with the Lord's people and we worship him and we remember his goodness, that is a special day. Well, Judy Sally's going to have a special day because she's on her way to the beach and Ben's saying, enjoy the beach. Yeah. She says she's looking forward to it. And I couldn't, I couldn't uh, imagine any more fun yeah. with that. So that's good. For sure. Enjoy your morning, time. Pastor Emmett. Pastor Emmett is down in Glasgow, Kentucky, and he's got a birthday party and then he's heading over at Bowling Green. Okay. Pastor Emmett. And your children and your wife and your family, you guys are so fun, inspirational, encouraging. We love you guys. We yeah, bless you. Had a good time at, at camp. Uh, just, I don't know. We didn't hang With out Emmett a whole there? lot. Yeah, we didn't hang out a whole lot, but uh, we passed cr- crossed paths quite often. I don't think you guys so. had enough downtime to hang out or do a lot <laughs> of stuff. Not when you're doing children's camp. No way. There's something, for sure. something fuzzy in my hair. Oh, Janice says it is an energy drink in her oh. shaved ice. Oh, you guys, it's not something fuzzy. That's gray hair. <laughs> oh, you're talk- okay. I That's thought you were talking okay. about fuzzy shaved ice. I That's was like, not okay. Right. No. Warren says he's already back oh, in bed. Oh, bless your heart. Get some rest, buddy. And then you'll wake up feeling renewed and refreshed yeah. in Jesus' name. Yeah. It is kind of a, well, it's hard to have like that sunshiny, fabulous, fast energy today with, with it being dark. It yeah. is so strange when yeah. it's dark in the daytime. Yeah, it is. It so is. it's cloudy and overcast here. I think we've got some weather moving in in the Louisville, Shelbyville area. And so that's what 
we're referring to and we're talking about and we're hearing all of your weekend plans. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We've got some shout outs you want to share real quick. How about Always, that? Always. We appreciate our podcast listeners so much. Thanks for listening to our content. We bless you in Jesus name. We pray for you. Also, special podcast listeners are the United States Postal Workers in Shelbyville, Kentucky, who love to listen to podcasts as they sort the mail in the morning. Thanks so much for listening and tuning in. We love and bless you guys. You guys do such a good job serving the 40065. Also, Karen at Cake and Candy Supply here in Shelbyville, Kentucky. She doesn't just service Shelbyville. She takes care of every home baker in any vicinity. If you're willing to drive here, you will not be disappointed. She's also online. And yeah, that's right. You can order anything that you need for your home baked goods. You can even use her if you're a commercial baker because she's just got that much wonderful stuff. Rick over at Faywood Farm, he's our honey dealer. Mm -hmm. (laughs) He has the best honey. It is so good. We are just finding reasons and excuses to eat the honey and use honey in recipes as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So So thank you guys to all all of your participation and, and for support. Looky here. Here's a familiar face yeah. I've missed. It's Lynn. Good morning, Lynn. Lynn Housel from Oklahoma City. Sweet sister, we have missed you. She says, good morning. I've missed getting on here. Well, we have missed you. Yes, for sure. She got a new job and she the Lord is blessing and moving in her life. I don't know how specifically these days, but I know that he is. And so it's good to see you on here, sister. Yeah, yeah. Jeff says, welcome to the Gray Hair Club. Something Terry won't be able to join. <laughs> <laughs> well, if I, if I let it grow out, you start have, to see areas of it. But have, you know, I appreciate that. Yeah. I have a few gray hairs, um, but that one is really bright on here this morning, isn't it? Mm. Man, look at that thing just sticking out. That's crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. no. Yeah. Is it? Is there something in my hair or is it gray? I don't know. Pull on it. I mean, like, you know, how you, how you it's only like one little segment, so I don't know if it's like a something in there <laughs> or if it's just one little strange. tiny stretch. Pull it back out again. Pull it back so I can see it. Oh. Like you stretched it out. No. Gray, isn't it? Uh, uh, your fingers are covered. I couldn't tell. What I, a thing! I think it's like like this long gray. Well, well, it's it's like brown, gray, brown. That's why I thought I it was something in your too, hair. I think it's more than one piece of hair. In there. I'm sure it is. <laughs> I'm sure it is. Janice is squishy. That's Lynn. They welcome each other that way. And Ben says hi, Lynn. And Lynn says my weekend plans are back to being our are to be with my mama. She is back in the hospital dealing with some heart issues and fluid retention. I decided to drive up to Kansas City to be with her. So Lord, right now we pray. I think her name is Cammie. Mm-hmm. So Lord, yes. right now we pray for Lynn's mom, Cammie. Father, thank you that you hold her heart in your hand. And Father, I pray right now that you would just, um, Lord, heal her heart, heal her body, remove anything in her body that shouldn't be there, Father. Restore and renew her, Father. You are capable you are able and you are a god who wants to heal you love us would you just do that for cammy and lynn today i pray in jesus name father i thank you um, for her heart conversion her turning to you lord i thank you lord that you are doing a work in her life physically and spiritually we believe today we have faith today jesus in this in jesus name we pray amen amen Yeah. It's so good when we can catch up like that. Do you remember a couple years ago when I found my first gray hair and how excited I was? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I was excited because, well, I don't know. I guess I guess I just, it's kind of an awesome thing to be able to have gray hair. <laughs> well, I mean, the alternative is not as pleasant, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. 
Janice says that her niece from Utah is there uh, in Texas from Utah with her great niece and nephew. Well, that sounds fun. That is fun. Welcome. That's awesome. Whenever you get to see some folks you don't. I mean, Texas to Utah. I mean, yeah, family being that far away. That's so good. That's really good. Well, today is uh, August 12th, and uh, on the National Day calendar, it's a day that I especially can relate to. And if you look at this, it's National Vinyl Record Day. Happens once a year, August 12th, every year. You remember vinyl records, right? You do. Of course I do. Of course you do. Uh, I I regret that I don't have a special one to show here on the show today. I think it's out in storage, and I wasn't able to get out to get it, uh, of your family's vinyl record, uh, the Messengers Quartet. Yeah, we have several records. Several records. Several different albums, yeah. Yeah. So you can get spinning on August 12th with National Vinyl Record Day, whether it's the Beatles or Elvis or the Monkees or Johnny Cash, you know, all the different ones like that that you know and love, you've probably seen or had in your collection. I mean, soundtracks from Mary Poppins to all the other stuff. I mean, there's been all kinds of things. You can listen to classical music and all that. But they're seeing a resurgence, actually, in vinyl sales. Uh, Actually, they're anticipating it's already up 15% from what it was previously in 2023. And look at that. Pastor Roger Randall, good morning. He says he has the messengers on LP. That's awesome. There's no doubt in my yeah. mind that you have those. So a lot of people think of vinyl records as classics, right? Because, yeah. you know, they really haven't been producing it. But that's not true. They're, they're actually making still yeah. making yeah. vinyl records. Yeah, they're also pricey. They're proud of them these <laughs> they days. They sure are. Well, this day is set aside to encourage listening to all kinds of music on vinyl records. Uh, you know, jukeboxes. Ben was telling me about a guy that he knows that has a jukebox. He has like several jukeboxes in his house. But he has them all wired and technologically connected to where he could play off of any volt any different jukebox to a specific room in the house ben and it would so pick cool. a certain record and it plays the records not just digital so anyway back to the story lp stands for long playing which was usually the album singles were 45s we remember those little 45s yeah and um they had uh 1991 vinyl records kind of left the mainstream but they've still been producing them like he said and um it's just a sound that you don't get anywhere else. The drop the needle down on the record and you hear that little tiny little pop or Click. scratching sound. Yeah. You don't get that with a CD. And the big reason audiophiles say that they like vinyl over others is because it's more, it's not compressed. It's an uh, analog sound versus a digital sound, which compresses things down and kind of normalizes everything. So stop by a vinyl record store in your town. You can also dive into your own collection or listen to favorites and find a new favorite to enjoy as you observe National Vinyl Record Day. That's so cool. Yeah, yeah. So Pastor Roger says he's jumping on late. He just finished up their men's meeting, and he also um, says that the only place in the USA that was pressing vinyl is in Salina, Kansas. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. We talked about that. That's so cool. A while back. That's so cool. I mm-hmm. remember the last album I bought, mm-hmm. it was a single. Yeah. It was a 45. And yes. then I remember one of my favorite ones. Um, the 45 was New Edition. Do you remember uh, New the Edition? New Edition. Okay. Um, singing their rendition of Earth Angel. Oh, yeah, yeah. I remember that. They remade that. that song. I remember and that. And I got that on a 45. Is that crazy? That I just remember that happened to be the last album I ever bought. 
And at the time, I thought, I wonder if I should look for this on cassette because I knew, you know, everything was feeling like it was moving toward that. But when I saw the album in the store, I went ahead and got it because it was what I wanted. Yeah, well, check this out. Jeff says that MK has two of these that we showed, the Bee Gees album and the Mary Poppins Ah, soundtrack. Here's also an interesting tidbit. The Elvis Aloha from Hawaii is is the 50th anniversary this year. And so they're re-releasing it on vinyl in a new package. I remember. And so, that. and look, I got Mozart in there for you, honey. Thank you. I got a little Stevie Wonder. Yeah, but Not just a little Stevie Wonder, but little, little Stevie, Stevie Wonder. Wonder. That's right. I love Stevie Wonder. <laughs> you know, and the monkeys and Beatles. I mean, classic stuff. Uh, I actually saw one that was a not Johnny Cash, but it was John R. Cash. You yep. remember that was his yep. name that he... No, uh, it, it, well, he was, his <clears throat> given name is J.R. Yeah, yeah. And so that was uh, yeah. one of those. Uh, Lynn, oh. Lynn says, what do you have? Uh, eight track, though. I yeah. do have eight tracks. Yes. Yeah, I do have some yes. of that. Yeah. And uh, let's see. Oh, Roger is saying that he and I are analog guys in digital world. <laughs> <laughs> that is so true. So true. And if you know the difference, you know you know why. So Lynn um, says, uh, Cammy is surprised pleasantly that we know yes. her name and that we're talking about them. So, Cammy, welcome. Oh, we're so glad you're listening this so morning. Awesome. We bless you. Yeah. And we're excited for what the Lord is doing in your life and your body today. Today. Amen. So welcome. Amen. Also, Lynn is giving us a little "You Spin Me Right Round, Baby, oh, Right Round." Yeah, like a record. Yeah, <laughs> there you go. That's really good. And Janice's comment coming from your your hair uh, oh, discovery yeah. earlier: she said, "Gray is wisdom." It's crazy that one little piece of gray hair though can reflect the light. And like, I'm like, what is that in my hair? And yeah. I'm trying to pick it out, but it is my hair. So. <laughs> Oh, that's I good. know a lot of people like um, there's a lot of people who choose to color their hair. And mm-hmm. I think there are more and more people who choose not to color their hair. I am a non-colorer at this point in my life. I'm going to let the gray come. I'm going to see what happens, what it looks like. I'm going to enjoy it with always, of course, the opportunity to change my mind later if I want to. But um, I think I'm going to I'm I'm going to let her fly, man. I'm not going to let color her it. fly. Yeah. So good morning, Pastor Ruth from Morgantown, Kentucky. She says she's tuning in late but good morning you're not late you're right on time right on time and welcome to you and roger says do you have any carts and a cart machine i don't have a cart machine i do have a cart that i i got from the radio station when i worked there in the 80s uh it's in my my storage box and stuff because those things are kind of well i mean based on the eight track uh type of you know it's spooled onto a thing but the cartridge was different in that it would always requeue itself so that it was ready to go that's what you put commercials on back in the day pre-digital uh you'd record your, you know, I recorded the commercials on a reel-to-reel deck and then transferred that over. They had a cart machine that would record it onto that cartridge. And it looked like an 8-track. So you had a whole wall full of cartridges. With We even had pre-CD. We even had our new hits, uh, you know, the hot songs on those cartridges. So that's Well, I that's remember crazy. your reel-to-reel being a permanent fixture in my downstairs, mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. it was some sort of decor. No, no, I used it. Remember? We used to listen to stuff from 1970s and all the other things. Yeah. Randy said... Hank Snow and Little Marcy. Yeah, he had that album. That's so funny. Yeah, yeah. You have more than one turntable still to play those records. Do you guys still have a record player or a turntable to play your records? That's right. And if not, you can buy them all over. Get yourself on Amazon right now. You guys can get one. And and Walmart sells them too. I think uh, anywhere from fifty to a hundred dollars. Well, did you know that Walmart now Walmart online rivals Amazon because they literally offer everything now? Did you? Mm. You know that I know it's crazy. It may not ever be found in a physical store, but
but you can get it online. So there are more and more places that are doing kind of the Amazon thing and Walmart is yeah. one of them. Yep. So for sure. So yeah, you can still get in on the LP game if you want to. That's so interesting to yeah, me what but, comes around. But I would really recommend going to the uh, the used stores, especially because they sell them in really good quality. Uh, but because uh, you you don't want to pay $35 for a, an album in uh, Cracker Barrel. <laughs> True right. story. Yeah. yeah. Although breakfast might be worth it. Yeah. If you're stopping for breakfast, you're going to pick up an LP while you're there, then That's you might right. as well do that. Yay. Okay. Yeah, that was fun. Thank you for that. Awesome. National yeah. Day. Yeah. How about a little word for our day? Well, you know, I thought I would um, start in Proverbs 12. Okay. And now remember, today is the is August 12th. And so it's the 12th day of the month. So I went to Proverbs and I looked up Proverbs 12 for the 12th day of the month. And I found something in there and it took me on a journey. I enjoy doing this um, when I'm reading the word and I read something that reminds me of something else or I look at the cross references in the middle that take you to another verse so I'm going to start in Proverbs and I'm going to end in Philippians is that okay yeah so Proverbs 12 and 23 and then I want to go to Philippians 4 6 and 7 I want to I want to share something while you're going there uh, my mom appreciated how much you've shared this technique for wanting to be able to just read any particular part of the Bible and not knowing where to start to pick a day and to go into Proverbs. And uh, so she was confirming and asking me again about, well, how does that work again? And oh, that's so it's, wonderful. it's so sweet that you're able to give something so simple that yet can speak to us on any given day of the month. Well, I want to tell you something. Um, Terry and I have been ministering for a long time and I love the word of God. I love the Bible. I love to share the word of God. I don't have a lot of great ideas and you don't wanna hear my ideas anyways. You see, when we're speaking life and we're giving life and we're sharing the word, we don't wanna share our word, we wanna share his word, which is the Holy Bible, the written word of God. And so I endeavor to speak and preach and always sort of come from a place of not just biblical basics, but, but specific scripture. But in the teaching I've done all these years, I've had so many people tell me that I really struggle with reading the Bible. And I will say, well, what is it that causes you to struggle? Well, I don't understand it. I don't know where to read. I don't know where to start. Right. I don't know how to understand how to read, how to start. And so um, it's actually, we need, I think our mind inflates it and makes it um, more difficult to understand than it really is. It's a simple word, but we are <coughs> receiving what the Holy Spirit brings to us out of his word. We understand by the power of the Holy Spirit. And so if you're struggling understanding the word of God, can I give you a tip before you read, pray. In fact, let's do that right now. Holy Spirit, we need your help to understand your word. The truth is, Jesus, we only know about you and your word because you choose to reveal yourself to us. Would you, in these next few moments, would you reveal yourself to us, Jesus, by your Holy Spirit and your word? Would you help us understand your word? Will you help us by writing your word on the walls of our heart and then letting it take this journey from our heart to our head that we would grasp and understand the meaning of your word for it is life. Help us today, Holy Spirit, I pray in Jesus' name. Proverbs 12, verse 25. Anxiety in the heart of man weighs it down, but a good word makes it glad. Yeah. Yeah. 
I'm so sorry. I'm um, my my page looks a little fuzzy. Um, because this word is talking about anxiety, it sent me on this this next verse that I'm going to read to you. But Proverbs 12 and 25, anxiety in the heart of man weighs it down. Do you know that when we feel heavy? when we feel a burden, when we feel that yucky, miserable, depression, anxiety feeling, that those feelings that come to us, that worry that we agree with, whether it's legitimate or not, literally weighs down our bones. It literally weighs down our mind. It literally brings a heaviness in our heart, anxiety and depression. These are not of heaven and these are not of the kingdom of God. And they're not for sons and daughters of the living God. This is a ploy. It's an attack against the enemy to get you downtrodden in your mind, to get your focus off the things of Christ and the things of the kingdom and focused on the things that are wrong or could potentially go wrong. A lot of the things that we have anxiety about are not what's wrong, but what potentially could go wrong. This word in Proverbs is letting us know that it is a weight on our life. Anxiety is a weight on our life. And after I read that, I thought, you know what? There's another really perfect verse in the Bible that goes right along with it because it talks about what we can do with anxiety. And that's Philippians 6. And I'm going to read 6 and 7. Philippians 6 and 7 says this, be anxious for nothing. Don't don't have anxiety be anxious for nothing but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving let your requests be made known to god and the peace of god which surpasses all comprehension shall guard your hearts and your minds in christ jesus so we know that anxiety and depression and worry concern worry, anxiety, weighs us down in our heart and our mind and even our physical body. And we are to be anxious, the word says, in nothing. So what can we do when we feel this attack of anxiety, when we feel this attack of worry and and, and compulsion to be um, concerned with things we can't control? When that comes over us, what do we do? It says, we pray but in everything pray and supplication before the Lord. What is supplication? It's asking of him. It's bringing your request to him. Come to the Lord with this anxiety and say, Lord, I'm worried about things I can't control. Will you lift this off of me? Father, will you show me how to give you my worry, how to give you my concern, how to trust you in every area of my life. And then when we pray, and then when we reach heaven, we begin to thank the Lord that he has heard our request it says with thanksgiving let your request be made known to god thank you god that you're taking this anxiety off me thank you jesus that you overcame anxiety fear hell concern worry the grave come on he beat it all and we can begin to thank him for lifting this worry off of our shoulders this heaviness out of our life we can resist heaviness worry and anxiety and the devil will flee And then what happens is the peace of God, which we don't even understand how. Our circumstances didn't change, but the peace of God comes. The peace of God, which surpasses all of our comprehension, all of our understanding, and it guards our heart and our minds 
in Christ Jesus. So what does that mean? It means the Lord hears our prayers. He hears our requests. He hears our supplication. He hears our thanksgiving. And he sends his supernatural peace that cannot be any other peace from the world. This is the genuine peace. This is the authentic peace that only comes from Christ. It can't be duplicated anywhere else in the world. And when the peace of God comes, it's like Jesus stands guard. Jesus himself stands guard over your heart and your mind that the worry and anxiety and stress and depression will not come back again because we are in Christ Jesus. Can you believe such a little word like anxiety can bring such a big promise from God that Jesus himself would stand guard over your heart. That's how much he loves you. He's standing guard over your heart and your mind when you pray and when you bring supplication and when you bring thanksgiving, he enters in and he says, you will not be overcome by anxiety. You will not be overcome by fear because I am perfect love and perfect love casts out fear. Here I am standing guard over your heart and mind. What kind of God do we serve that creates the whole universe and stands guard over our heart? What a loving God. What an incredible father. Can we pray into this today? Lord, I know that we often worry about things that, that are happening to us but I know a lot of times we worry far more about what possibly could come and never does. That's just such a scheme of the enemy. We come against worry and anxiety in the name of Jesus right now. Father, we thank you for bringing us your peace, your comfort. Thank you for ordering our minds in the midst of anxiety and chaos that the enemy throws at us. Thank you for giving us the mind of Christ. Thank you today, Lord, that we can bring our prayers and supplication with thanksgiving unto you, Lord. And the peace comes. Thank you for the peace. Thank you for the peace that surpasses any kind of comprehension and understanding and explanation. We can't explain it except for it's just our good God. We love you today, Jesus. Thanks for standing guard over our heart and our mind. Lord, we want to press into this word and we don't want to leave it. We don't want to leave this place of rest because rest really means, Jesus, trusting you. We trust you. And when we trust you, how can we worry? When we trust you, how can we be anxious? Lord, we make this declaration today, no matter what happens, what we're in the midst of and what potentially could come, we trust you. And we pray this today in Jesus' name. Amen. There's your word for the day. Amen. Good morning, Sarah. Sarah out in Topeka, Kansas. She says, anxiety is heavy. It's something that a lot of people experience. So I think the word today really helps us to to deal with that and to acknowledge it and say, nope, you're not going to exist in my world today because I'm I'm praying this out. Amen. You know. Amen. 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 For sure. Pastor Roger says, if you're having a hard time understanding the word, you can get a version of the word that you do understand. Yeah. And they are available out there. I like the NASB. I read from the NASB. I study from the NASB. I preach from the NASB. Um, I do know the New Living Translation NLT is a little bit easier to understand, but it's still accurate. So everybody has uh, different versions. I'm not selling any. I'm not trying to you know, choose one for you. But I do agree with Pastor Roger. Why don't you find something that you can understand? Mm -hmm. Also, I think this, no matter what you have, just open it and start reading it and pray the Holy Spirit will help you understand it. That's right. I just want you to read it. I just want you to understand. I just want you to love it. 
I just want you to be be one with the word. Let the Absolutely. word transform you. Good morning, Ann. Good morning, Ann. Topeka, Kansas and Topeka. as well. She's drinking hot tea with cream, honey, and sugar. Yum. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, we asked the question a little earlier uh, about, we were talking about today's National Vinyl Record Day. If you still have record players or anything that you can play any of that. And Jeff Swartz and Trooper says, yes, I do. And he said, his is a fancy one. Has a Bluetooth connection to his TV sound bar. Well. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, Lynn said one of her favorite vinyls were all of the Dr. Seuss audibles that uh, she had at her Nana and Papa's. Those were always fun. I remember going to the library as a kid, and you could check out records, and they had this, the records, the stories. Uh, they had Disney stories, and they'd have a lot of times narration with the Jiminy Cricket would be reading with Pinocchio or something, you know, and they'd have the music and all that. It was really cool. Open up your world. I know? remember I told you that I had, I remember the last album I bought, which I told you mm-hmm. what it was, and I remember my favorite album. Mm-hmm. I'll tell you what it was in just a minute, but this is something that I remember from kindergarten. In kindergarten or first grade, I can't remember which one, my teacher had um, a Star Wars read-along book uh, and she would yep. hold open the book and then, you know, when you have the album playing and telling the story, it, it gives you a, a, a sound a to turn the page. Mm-hmm. Either a chime or if it's a Disney book, it was Tinkerbell going, yeah, yeah. well, this one was the sound of a TIE fighter. Mm-hmm. And then you knew you changed the Star Wars page. The, the ship flying by. The ship, yep. yep. And that was that's the turn cool. the page sign. Well, that's awesome. My favorite album was um, the Smurfs. Oh, yeah. Because there was a song on there I loved. It was called You're a Pink Toothbrush, I'm a Blue Toothbrush. Have well, we met somewhere before? Have we met somewhere before? Now, this is from my little childhood. This, of course, Smurfs, Smurf album. No one in the world I've ever talked to, no friend, no one ever knew about that album. They never had that album, right? I met a man later in my life and I made a comment about a pink toothbrush, blue toothbrush song. And he said, you mean the Smurfs? (laughs) And I was like, what? Check it out. It was Terry. Terry had this album. He knew that song. I knew that was just more affirmation that the Lord was saying, this is the man. (laughs) This is the man for you. And so I love that song on the Smurfs album when I was a child. So that's that's cool. Uh, Lynn also says that her favorite was Bartholomew and the Ublick. I don't know what that is, but that sounds fabulous. Yeah. And then backing it way up up here. Uh, let's see. Uh, where was the comment uh, from Randy? Randy was talking about Hank Snow and yeah. Little Marcy. Yeah. Right. OK. Then just after that, Roger Randall says, I just converted a Little Marcy LP to MP3. <laughs> How about that? Man, you guys are cool. You guys are record yeah. you guys are record wise. Yeah, knowledgeable that, and everything. That is cool. That is cool. Um Anne says, Do you remember the Fisher Price record player? Mine mm. was brown. I had a little brown, like light brown, like tan Fisher Price record player. And mm-hmm. yes, Anne, that's what I played my albums on, especially my Smurfs album. Yeah. Yes, it's yeah. true. And Roger says some of the music that we play at our radio station is only found on vinyl. This is a cool conversation, you guys. Way to pick a good historical day, babe. It was on the National Day calendar, and I thought, you know what, I'm going to run with it. Speaking of things, why don't you give us a little news you can use? How about that? Would do you? your little announcement thing like you yeah, always do? Yeah, absolutely. So this, you guys, is our News You Can Use segment. 
I want to throw it over to anchor Terry Wright. Terry Wright, take it away. Hey, Phillies pitcher gives God all the glory after tossing a no-hitter. He said, I just had God's grace. I mean, think about this. You're out there pitching a game, and things may or may not be going the way you want, and what do you do when you're under pressure? Well, the word we just read for your day says we're supposed to pray, right? Amen. So a right-handed Philadelphia pitcher who tossed the Phillies' first no-hitter in eight years is giving glory to God for the historic feat. Michael Lorenzen is his name. He threw a 124-pitch no-hitter in Philadelphia's 7 to nothing win over Washington on Wednesday night, striking out five and walking four, but not allowing a single hit in his home debut. Amen. Lorenzen was traded from the Detroit Tigers on August 1st, and he was only the fifth pitcher in Major League Baseball history to toss a no-hitter in a home debut with a new team. And he said, I didn't strike out the world in this game. Uh, uh, he, he told NBC Sports after this, he says, when you're pitching, balls can land in different places. And I just had God's grace today. And today, I definitely thank, I got to thank God for him, uh, for what he's done. And his Instagram profile, uh, you see there, uh, mlorenzen21, reads, unashamed of the gospel of Christ. Hallelujah. Right there in the headline. Glory to God. He says, I got to give him all the glory just to be able to keep me calm and trust in him. And whatever happened, I was just going to trust in him. And that's kind of what I've been doing all season, trying to just lean on him. Now, remember, he's talking to NBC Sports here. And Lorenzen added, there were a lot of hard hit balls that thankfully there to center field, not left to right, referencing the corners of a baseball field that can give outfielders trouble. And Lorenzen, 31, said his no hitter didn't begin smoothly. He was upset at himself for those first couple of innings that weren't long, that were long innings. He was walking players and he says I knew like man I just ruined my chances to go deep in this game he said and baseball managers often operate on a pitch count and pull their starters before they surpass the threshold but the Phillies manager though kept him in the game thank you Jesus and he said he told the coaches I'm feeling good it's nice it's cool outside it's not too hot and I'm recovering nicely He also uh, said that uh, his wife, Cassie, uh, gave birth to the couple's first child, a baby girl, this last year. And there you can see the celebration down there on the infield as they... uh, Welcome to the Phillies, kid. That's amazing. Great job. Thank you. Home debut on a brand new team. How about that? Isn't that cool? Because that is historic. And he's given all the glory to God. This is great positive news you can use. Thank yeah. you so much, yeah. Terry. You're I just, welcome. I thank you, Jesus, for um, showing yourself strong in your sons and daughters and giving them an opportunity to give you glory. Thank you, Lord, for keeping uh, this Michael Lorenzen at peace and rest and, and just letting him do what you created him to do. And you get glory out of that, God. And we thank that you for so that. Good. Amen, yeah. Jesus. Yeah. Amen. Wow. Great. I thought that you would enjoy yes, that. Yes, I do yeah. enjoy it. And it just happened Wednesday night, so it's good, just real fresh. Good you know? for them. That's yeah. so great. See, you guys, there is positive news happening in the world. Sometimes we got to dig for it, right? Sometimes we got to dig and seek out the good. Well, and a lot of times you don't hear about these things in the mainstream news and things like that. So it's interesting that we have to find these things so that we can share them with others. But when you do hear about them, that's why we brought up the news you can use segment so that when you're talking with people just off the cuff, hey, did you hear about that Phillies game the other night? I mean, like what a great way to bridge talking in about having faith and sharing your faith with somebody uh, over a baseball game yeah or a mm-hmm. movie the jesus revolution or yeah. other topics that we've covered like the chosen and different things that way that's so that fun. people in culture are engaged in but don't really have that that whole knowledge that god is at work in the midst of it 
and yes. it gets us that opportunity. So always look for those and pray for those opportunities. It's awesome. You know, um, it's thundering out now outside right now. Mm-hmm. I want to give you guys a little tip, a couple channels to follow. If you guys are YouTubers, I really enjoy YouTube. I'm on YouTube a lot. I, I watch a lot of different channels pretty faithfully. I want to let you know that there's a way you can keep track of weather outside of using the news. Um, it is Ryan Hall, y'all. He is an incredible professional weather analyst and he always goes live and he always keeps you updated with trends and what to expect in the upcoming seasons, in the upcoming days, in the upcoming weeks. And if there is something that you need to know, you want to subscribe to him and when you see him go live, you'll want to like check it out. Um, another one that he will recommend to you and is good to follow is meteorologist Andy Hill. These guys are going to keep you safe and that doesn't matter where you live. It's just all over the greater United States. So here's the thing. If you're turning in, tuning in from Kansas City, if you're tuning in from Topeka, if you're tuning in from Arkansas or Canada or any other place, you guys are going to be able to get your weather on a regular basis from Ryan Hall. So go follow Andy Hill and Ryan Hall for all of your weather updates. Why don't you read their at uh, logos because or their uh, handles so yeah. that for those who are listening yeah. on the podcast. Yeah, if you're listening on our podcast channel, go follow at M-E-T-A-N-D-Y-H-I-L-L at Met, Met Andy Hill mm-hmm. and then at Ryan, R-Y-A-N, Hall, y'all, Y-A-L-L, extra. You got the, extra, the extra one. extra channel, yeah. So he has two channels. X-T-R-A. Ryan Hall, y'all. Uh-huh, and Ryan Hall, y'all, extra. So You guys want to check them out and uh, stay on top of your weather. Sarah says, my brother follows him and absolutely loves Ryan Hall. He has saved my brother from two tornadoes. Well, we, wow. we love him. Ryan Hall is here in Kentucky. He's in eastern Kentucky. And so it doesn't matter, though, because he does the weather for everyone. He's kept he sure Janice does. safe down in Houston. Yeah. And so um, I know Lynn follows Ryan. I know a lot of you guys do. I think Ben and Heather do. Um, And so you guys, it's just really good information and you can stay up to date on the minute when they're live. And uh, to me, that's peace of mind. Yeah, it for sure is. And Ryan does a really good job of explaining stuff. You know, I've seen in the comments on some of his stuff, people are like, yeah, well, they don't don't have this much time on the news to talk about these things in depth. And so, and people are, because they're singing the praises of Ryan Hall. And I'm like, you know what? We get our education and our information from different places. Mm -hmm. If you need to know something short term, the news is great. But if you want to know why it's doing and looking ahead, he really does break it down for you to help you understand simple. And I want to tell you, we don't even know him personally. Like he's not, thanks guys for giving me a shout out. No, he doesn't know us. And and we just appreciate what he does. Yeah. So we're not getting anything for telling you this. We just want you guys to be informed and stay safe Yeah. Um, when it comes to the weather. Absolutely. So Absolutely. love to share good things. And he is a good thing. Yeah. In case you're just tuning in, this is The Good Morning Show with Terry and Melissa. Our website is thegoodmorningshow.tv, and uh, we'd be glad if you go check it out, and I'm sure you'll be glad too. There's lots of information and stuff on there, previous shows, videos, jokes of the day, those kind of things. Uh, you can find all that at our website, thegoodmorningshow.tv. Mm-hmm. It's good stuff. I do have a little extra, a little extra something here as you we're do? coming down. Yeah, this one is, uh, this one, we've kind of covered this one before, but it came back up because of today. National Vinyl Record Day. Yeah. Yeah. This is this is crazy here. Check this out. Thomas Edison invented a doll. 
okay, after he invented the phonograph, and it was introduced in 1890, and they were trying to make this uh, a big toy thing, right? It was uh, The uh, phonograph was, the, today's national day is because of the phonograph being invented. But this 22-inch doll featured a miniature removable phonograph that played a single nursery rhyme, and although it had spent several years in experimentation and development, the Edison talking doll was a sales failure. No wonder, take a look, and was only marketed for a few short weeks in early 1890, and a handle had to be cranked in the back, right? So that they would play this. But check this out. Okay, this is what you would hear when you would crank that uh, little handle. This is one of six or seven nursery rhyme things that it had in here. Okay, check this out. You're going to want to listen. I'm going to turn this up because it's not a really very loud recording. So, all right, this is from the archives here for Thomas Edison's creepy phonograph doll. Creepy, huh? Well, I mean, it was a prayer, and we all know that prayer because it's been repeated in dolls and, and stuffed animals everywhere, but that is... Un- Why would they use someone's voice that sounds I don't know. so scary? They, they were all like that. They did uh, Twinkle, Twinkle, Little Star, and it was in the same little range. Twinkle, Twinkle, Little Okay. Yeah, well, I don't. We've got a new, I, I uh, can see why they did not sell well. Yeah, absolutely, right? Because I'm thinking if you're going to go buy one of those for your kid, they're like, um, "Mom, no thanks. I, I think I'll I'll just sleep alone tonight." Um, yeah. uh, it said that many children and some adults reported that they found the doll and the recordings frightening. Absolutely. And Edison referred to the doll as his little monster. Yes, that's what it is. Yeah. Isn't that crazy? <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, Baylor has had, um, when because Baylor was born while we were traveling full time, um, <clears throat> she grew up on the road and people mm-hmm. gifted all over we had oh yeah we had probably two years worth of churches just giving gift gifts to us for <laughs> baylor and baylor as a baby and she got a little doll somewhere along the way mm-hmm. and um she wasn't very pretty and no, it, she also she heart. looked the her features looked a little bit creepy and i'll tell you something people always would comment on baylor's little (laughs) ugly doll and baylor was so offended because she just loved that little rosie and she would just take up for that doll oh yeah rosie i mean she would just get so irate almost when people would when people would speak badly about Rosie, her little ugly doll. Yeah. I'm glad that she I, didn't talk. I, I know it. Well, Anne says that that was scary for yeah. sure. Yeah. And Warren says that even freaked my yeah, dog that out. Was, that was creepy. Yeah. Sorry. I apologize if y'all are broadcasting and <laughs> That we need to do that out, again you know? at Halloween, right? Oh, that would be And crazy. Ben said the first Teddy Ruxpin, except terrifying. <laughs> that is that is for sure. Yep. For yeah, sure. Yeah, that is. It looked, it, it looked bad, but the sound would just, I mean, it just made it all it's worse. It's even more terrifying. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and I don't even know. No, she has teeth and everything. Oh, yep. that's oh, I see. Yeah, that take now. her away. Yeah, I mean, take her, take her away. I don't. She needs uh, to go now. Yeah, I don't think oh, I like that. Man. Wow. Okay, <clears throat> we're gonna have to end on a high note after yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. So what are we doing? Are we doing jokes or Let's, are we doing uh, a uh, get to know you? We haven't done get to know you in a while. We haven't done jokes in a while. So you, we you did say, do. Uh, we had one on uh, a couple last week. I think we had about right. a magical dog. Okay. But in all fairness, Lynn hasn't been here in a while. So uh, we'll just ask everybody, would you rather have a joke of the day or would you rather have joke or getting get to, to know, know you? You guys weigh in on this as we sort of begin wrapping it up. We'd love to know what you would like to end with today. Do you want a joke? 
do you want to get to know you? <clears throat> I think I would like. Uh, no, that's good. Baylor, okay, good. Terry just asked Baylor if he knew where Rosie was <laughs> for us to show you. Joke. Okay, Anne says joke. Anne says joke. Do All right, guys. Any, uh, if, that, if that's the way you go, you guys got to provide the joke. And while we're waiting for the joke, we'll do a get to know you. How about that? We'll do both. All right. So you guys provide a joke. And don't type in the answer, please. Don't type in the punchline. We just want to read the joke, and then we're all going to guess. Yeah. And, and while gonna, you're doing that... I'm going to pick the question. Here's the question. All here's right? the get-to-know-you question. question. Getting to know you right now. What is something important a grandparent or older mentor taught you? What is something, something important that a grandparent or older mentor taught you? Yeah. Okay. How about you? I know you're always it, talking about yeah. things that you, you learned from your grandparents. Okay, so. here's, and I'm going to give you the answer, but here's the joke. How do mice floss their teeth? Okay. Here's the joke. So you guys come up with this answer or the answer for today's getting to know you question. Okay, so the joke. How do mice floss their teeth? All right, here it is. The getting to know you is count. My granddad said count to 10. When you have something to say, slow your mind down and don't say it. Count to 10 when you first think it and see is it is it helpful or is it hurtful? Will it add value to the conversation or will it be um you know, not valuable. And so to figure that out, think about it, count to 10 and then say it, then determine if you want to say it. That is good advice that my granddad gave me. Yeah. I think some uh, advice that I received years ago that has always helped me is if there's something specific that you're wanting to do, find someone who's already doing it well, and then look to them. And maybe if there's things that are worth modeling about what it is that they do and how they do what they do and learn from that, and then apply it to your own little technique and your own style. And, uh, that way you can kind of develop your own thing based on something someone else has already done well. That's good. Yeah. Roger said his mentor and grandfather gave him this advice. Drink upstream from the herd. <laughs> Amen. Uh, um, ben also threw in what is brown and sticky. Just kidding. Because yeah. we said that joke like right. over Thursday, right. which is obviously a stick. Uh -huh. All right. Do you know the answer to the joke, I, I Baylor? Baylor's over here jumping. Uh -huh. and I, I think I have a guess. Thing. I think I have a guess, too. <clears throat> Okay, how do mice floss their teeth? Baylor? Baylor, you want to take a guess? All right. String cheese. <gasps> String cheese. Uh, that was my guess was also. That, is, that, mm. is that the answer, that Anne? That seems like Anne, a pretty likely... what is uh, the punchline to your joke? How do mice floss their teeth? How? I, I bet you I bet you that's right. String cheese. What, what else job, could it be? Eh? I don't know, I but mean, if that's not the answer... Yes, yeah, she there says it is. it is. Good job. Thank you, Ann. And thank you, Baylor. Good job, everybody. Yeah. And guess what? We have come to the end of our episode. And oh. we have loved being with you today. In fact, we are encouraged because we've spent this time with you. Are you encouraged? I hope so. I also hope that you'll read the word today. And let me know on our next episode what the Lord reveals to you in his word. Absolutely. Today, the uh, first part of our weekend here, be sure, just invest time in others. Uh, encourage somebody today. And if uh, you're going to be somewhere tomorrow uh, for the Lord's Day, sharing in the house of God or wherever it is that you may be, just just tell someone how much God loves them. We hope to uh, see you on Monday morning. Amen. For we Monday love morning you. motivation. 
Bless you guys. Bless you. We'll talk to you soon. It's all for now. Thanks for tuning into the Good Morning Show with Terry and Melissa. You can catch up on previous episodes, find links to our social pages, and drop us a line at our website, thegoodmorningshow.tv. Thanks for listening. Thank you.